That's right. It's time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times or a few hundred times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't finished your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so, or at least not discourage you from doing so when you finish listening. (laughs) I'm Teen McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how's it going today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing pretty well. And yes, let's say I have done my weekly review. Because I have. (laughs) Yes. Well, this is a a self-monitored program here. So if you say so, then it is the truth. Uh, In my case, I have not. Um, And uh, yeah, things are a little out of whack work-wise and family-wise right now for me. And it just, it didn't even occur to me. (laughs) But, uh, but I'm, I feel like I'm doing okay, like getting things done that need to be done. So shall we go to our segment known as the weekly to-do? Yes, let's. Let's do that. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. All righty then. Um, James, I'm not even going to ask you what your weekly to-do is because I have a very clear recollection that the last time we recorded, we did not select new weekly to-dos. We got distracted with our last weekly to-dos and chit-chatting about them. I think it was about voting, which (laughs) it started to devolve into a a talk radio podcast, and then we, uh, we forgot to set some new, not quite as noble and civically important to-dos for this week. So So we end up, uh, when that happens, we end up having implicit secret weekly (laughs) to-dos. That's our default. So what was your your secret (laughs) weekly to-do? I did it. I'm pretty psyched about it. It was on my mind even as of last week because the little light came on my car reminding me to get my oil changed. And it says I still have 15% use of my oil left. But I thought to myself, I need to make that appointment because I don't want to go down to zero. And I don't know how much I trust this little gauge anyway. And it takes forever to get an appointment to have your car serviced these days. It's completely different. So I did that. I got. I have one auto mechanic. I really like them. And while I could get cheaper oil changes elsewhere, I, after one incident at one of those chains, I thought, I hardly. I I don't need my oil change that often. And so saving twenty bucks or whatever. It's not worth it for the aggravation. Plus, these people who I trust check over my car, and uh, so it's a it's a good reason. It's like a visit to the primary care physician for my car. So Absolutely. that's done. But yeah, it's it's a month away. The appointment. That's how hard it is to get an appointment with them right now. So, what about you? What was your implicit secret 
weekly to-do? Well, let's say that it was um, uh, starting to put things in my storage unit. Oh, um, so and, and I did know you we, do it? <laughs> I did, yes. Um, okay. So there are now, uh, considering that the stuff going over there were, you know, biggish boxes, um, there's now mm-hmm. more square, actually more cubic footage in my house that's empty. Neat. And there's cubic footage that's full in the storage locker. But um, <coughs> but no, it's you know it's a couple of a couple of kind of classic Macs that are in the box that I don't use, mm-hmm. but I don't really want to get rid of. I also realized as I was thinking about it that um, you know I have the a lot of things that are specifically for. The uh, when I do a live show locally, yeah, which yeah. used to be a once a year thing and is now a never thing, <laughs> but hopefully it'll be a once a year at least thing again. Um, yeah, but you know, there's like there's an amp, there, there's an amp, there's like there's a bunch of equipment that you know get, basically gets schlepped to the show every year and comes back and. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't get used the rest of the like it. It's not. It just sits there. So it seems like that's yeah. another good spot for it, um, because it's. I mean, I did get one that's climate controlled, and you know, it's not like an outdoor mm-hmm. garage. Um, so everything should be fine in there. Um, so good. some some of that went over, um, and then it's making lists to uh, have other stuff. Like figuring out what stuff do I have that, you know, it might be as I go through that there's some stuff that I'm like, oh, you know, I don't even need to keep this anymore. I can get rid of it. <laughs> um, I'm hopefully, yeah. hopefully some stuff will fall in that category, but there's definitely yeah. stuff that it's like, you know, I'm holding on to this and I'm not ready to get rid of it yet, but it doesn't have to be in my living room, um, or, you know, in my office. So, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of been fun reimagining things. So that's been yeah. That's good. So that was my weekly to-do for this week. And next week, since we have a holiday coming up and I'm going to be out of town, it's mm-hmm. going to be – I need to follow up on the lab work and stuff I did medically. So it's going to be uh, like a note to my – primary care physician and the person anyway basically setting up my next appointment and giving them the context good setting the scene that's important (laughs) that's important well my next weekly to do is actually the thing that reminded me to do the oil change appointment is i got an email from the tire uh, providers here in oregon there's a company called Les Schwab and Les Schwab the rancher started a tire company I don't know when and it's an Oregon institution and they are the nicest people and really good with changing tires and or getting you new tires fixing old tires or whatever and they're all over the place in Oregon so less not less personally but uh Les Schwab's email minion sent me an email saying, don't forget to have your tires checked for the winter. 
And I thought, yeah, I should. Maybe I need to have the tires rotated. I don't drive my car that much. And, you know, it just will make me feel better if I go in. And it'll only take two seconds. It'll probably only take, you know, not two seconds, but it won't take long. Um, and they're right near me. So I will be calling them up for an appointment next. So I get tires and oil taken care of and I'll f- and windshield wipers. I was like, that's another thing that's important in the winter in Oregon. <laughs> so, so having new windshield wipers is always fun. Or wiper blades, I should say, not replacing the entire wiper. Absolutely. No, that sounds good. It sounds like uh, you're doing a lot of uh, get the car ready for winter um, mm-hmm. sorts of things, which is which is great. And um, yeah. Jumping back to what you said earlier, I also I think you know, for something like going to a place where you trust them and you're comfortable with them, giving them an extra twenty bucks over the other place is if you know if if you can afford to do so, is also mm-hmm. kind of a a vote of like it's a it's a literal support of the people who are mm-hmm. doing a good job. So. I I yeah. I think um you know uh if if it is within your means to do so um paying a little extra to support things that you that are good in the world is definitely <laughs> worth the money. Yeah. No, I definitely I agree and these people are good and and they it's a it's a women-owned car mechanic business uh and um actually the couple that re- that owned it retired and they sold it to their office administrator another woman and so i want to support them and and that gal took the place over right before pandemic and i thought oh i hope they stay in business <laughs> through this and they did and now they're as busy apparently as busy as ever but uh a little fun fact about them. They got uh, recognized by the Obama administration for their excellent employee, you know, support and benefits. Um, and the they actually got to go to a State of the Union address and sit with Michelle. So, oh, wow. That's very cool. <laughs> I know. So, of course, I'm going to give them 20 more bucks. <laughs> I'm paying for that health insurance, which I support, so that's fine. Anyway, so I, I, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm not exactly excited, but I'm glad to have them look over my car again um, because I always feel better when I know that I haven't put it off. And I hate the feeling of, which happens sometimes, is I do put it off and then I can't get in for a few weeks these days. And I'm like, man, I can't go another few weeks without changing the oil because I waited too long. So look at me not waiting too long. This is what it looks like. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a it's a good look on you, Jean. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, but yes, it's winter time. Of course, uh, we got Thanksgiving this week, which heralds the season beginning. And you know, there's all kinds of wintering and winter proofing type activities we should do but um, because it's Thanksgiving week we're going to do another one of our traditions which is to to share what we're thankful for this year you and me Um, 
we've done that in the past, and I always enjoy uh, talking about it. And, and so that will be our episode for today, if you're still on board with that, James. I am on board for that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, would you like to start with um, something that you're grateful for this year? Absolutely. Or thankful? And yeah, there. Um, I would say one thing I'm very grateful for this year is optimism. Because <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's even though you know we're we have vaccines and you know we're not in the lockdown of the pandemic. There's still mm-hmm. like thing. There's a lot in the world out there that can get you really down. Um, yeah. and most of it is news that's completely out of your control. Um, yep. and then there are things that happen personally where you can get down or discouraged. And I'm thankful that at least so far, even though that hits me from time to time, um, optimism always comes back. <laughs> that is great. I like that, and it is something to be thankful for. Um, And I'm going to start with something that uh, has been really important to me this month especially, but over the last five years, I'm very thankful um, that I am working with such a good business partner, Manton Reese, on Micro.blog. We share a lot of values, you know, that's what's made it work for me and I think for him to work on micro.blog together and to have the kind of vision, shared vision. But we also have the shared value of not driving ourselves crazy when everything else is going crazy around us. And right now, with what I've been calling Twitter Geddon, ah. it's just caused such a <laughs> a such a that the ripple effects are huge. I mean, they're not ripples. They're like tsunamis of people looking to go anywhere but Twitter. And we don't have a million new people like Mastodon, but we have enough new people, you know, for a service that is, you know, fairly modest to begin with. Um, So that is definitely uh, something to contend with. But even if we, even the Mastodon thing affects us because. Mastodon and Micro.blog both use ActivityPub protocol, so they're inter not interchangeable. I'm not sure what the word I should use is, but you can follow people on Mastodon, but also Mastodon people can follow people who are on Micro.blog. And so in some ways, we're, we're a little bit of a Mastodon-adjacent I see. platform. And so if Mastodon you know, numbers increase tenfold. That's going to be a lot of activity coming our way. And we've had a lot of server um, issues in the last, you know, week or so, really since last week. It just sort of depends on any given day how how cringy is the thing they've done at Twitter. <laughs> and by they, I don't mean they, I mean that guy. And if it's really bad, like it was this weekend, you know, it just increases the interest in trying to find another home if you want to have a social network community. So 
Anyway, Manton is great. He's always been great, but he was actually on a van trip for the first two weeks of this month. While this was going on, he had this long plan like to drive down the coast of Oregon and California. And uh, so he wasn't in his office like 24-7, which, you know, you could have been because it's so overwhelming. But I, I sort of liked that. I mean, it was a little bit crazy that it worked out that way. And I was in Florida with my dad, and then I was at the coast in a pre-planned thing. So, Right, right. But neither one of us said, you should just not do that thing and get back in the office, you know, because this is the busiest we'll ever be. So anyway, I'm grateful to have somebody who believes in not making yourself ill or unhappy because of work, which is not the case over at Twitter, apparently. So... Anyway, that's my grateful thing. It's a great thing to be grateful for. Yeah. And these are, I don't know, they are they seem very uh, conceptual things that I seem to be uh, thankful for. I guess this one kind of is a follow-on to optimism, maybe. It's the, the promise of simplicity. <laughs> oh, tell me about the promise of simplicity. I don't have actual simplicity in my life at the moment <laughs> my whole house is still an inbox right 200 right. how many episodes later um <laughs> but along with that it's that optimism that's that idea that like i have like there are things concrete steps that i have taken you know over the course of the year that like Move me towards that, even though you know it's it's a it's a goal or an ideal and not always a reality. I'm thankful that there are organizations, people who make products, people who make software, where simplicity is really what they're aiming for. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not everybody, and you know it doesn't always work out the way expected. But I'm thankful for. Any time that I can decomplicate something um, in, <laughs> in my life. That's all. <laughs> I don't even have a good example. <laughs> well, I think you're, even though I, I, I think I was a little bit uh, pessimistic about the idea of getting storage space when you first told me about it, I am coming around to the idea that it does... It's giving you an opportunity to simplify some, you know, some of the physical aspects of your your home base. And I was um, actually chatting about it with our our mutual friend uh, Daniel Steinberg. Um, we just mm -hmm. had a little, you know, a little chat, and mm -hmm. um, and he had heard the episode, and um, no, and and I came as we were chatting. It it came to the realization that a lot of it is um it may not be getting rid of a whole lot of stuff but it's uh kind of adapting my space so that it better accommodates the stuff that i want to have around mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and even there's a simplicity in that um right mm -hmm. even it, like it's it's close to you know a place for everything and everything in its place um, yeah. As a as opposed to everything just all over the place. Well, that's good. I, I like 
I like uh, the the promise of simplicity. All right, so I'm gonna. Th- th- uh, I'm thankful for some people that I don't actually know who they are, and I can't really tell you the whole historical story. But I am thankful for the conservationists who preserved the Oregon coast, because I've been there a lot this year, and it has become. And you know, over the, just in the last few years, I've just keep going back there as a place to reset and have you know just that that incredible feeling of being you know in awesome nature, <laughs> and I can be there, and there's no McDonald's right there next to the cliffs, or there's no right, you know, and. And it doesn't happen by accident. Um, there were uh, early in the in the twentieth century, um, one governor Oswald West. I do know this because I keep going into his little park every time I drive out to the coast, and he um, he began the process of preserving it. But then uh, another governor, who's beloved in Oregon, Tom McCall, in the sixties. Uh, set up the the beach access laws so that people couldn't restrict you from being on the beach anywhere. The whole beach is free access um, between, you know, the tides. And so, um, anyway, it's just, you can tell that it's just, I mean, there's some parts of the coast that are a little bit more... Um, glitzy, or not glitzy is not the word, but... There's more um, commercialism, but not you can almost always turn your back on it, you know. And so mm-hmm. it's very lovely, and um, I appreciate. I'm thankful we have this this incredible gem that uh, is very close to me, and I you know, I will keep going back. That's my thankfulness for <laughs> historical thankfulness. <laughs> that's a, no, it's that's a good it's a good thing to be thankful for. Um, yeah, and yeah, similarly, open space here in California. Um, there are spots mm-hmm. in the Bay Area that are still lovely because of preservationists, and I should mm-hmm. visit those more often, but I don't. Um, let's see. I don't know. I I have a feeling I might have been thankful for this last year, um, but it's <laughs> I'm still thankful. I'm thankful for like the for everyday things that we take for granted, um, mm-hmm. and that you know, and often it's usually like in some sort of emergency or what have you that or disaster that you no longer have them. Um, just like. Every day, indoor plumbing is amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing. If you, like, (laughs) just put a little note on your calendar to think about indoor plumbing every day. (laughs) Because as long as your plumbing is working, oh, my gosh, that is, that is, um, like, your life is so much easier. My dad would tell me stories, you know, they didn't have indoor plumbing up in the farm in Canada in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. You need to use oh, the God. bathroom. You're 
trundling out of the house into the snow to go to an outhouse to use to go to the bathroom at two in the morning. Um, oh, God. <laughs> indoor plumbing is awesome. Um, or, yeah. you know, just, you know, priming a pump or having a water heater as opposed to having to, like, on a stove, boil a bunch of water and then use that for whatever, your for your bath or... or mm-hmm. um, and it's, you know... It's so easy to take it for granted um, until it breaks. Then you got to, you know. yeah. but for the most part, it works and it works really well. And it's not just plumbing, but that's my favorite example because we take it for granted so much. Um, but everything, right? All the infrastructure, the fact that we have, you know, in most places, Halfway decent roads to drive on. The fact that we don't have to ford streams. <laughs> you know, yeah. we have like that's all, you know, that's all stuff I'm really thankful for, even though if you don't think about it, you, you just, uh, we, we have bridges, we have roads, we have indoor plumbing, we have this, we have that. Well, it's all, it's, oh, and air conditioning. Air conditioning, I was going to say. Oh, God. Air conditioning. I'm grateful for mm. that. And refrigeration and freezers, right? That's mm-hmm. also... Um, so, again, simple, found like we consider it kind of foundational stuff, but I'm mm-hmm. really, really grateful for it. And sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'm like, we, we you know, we take some steps forward, then we take steps back, and that seems to be the way that history works but along the way we pick up some really nice stuff um mm-hmm. that it's really easy to take for granted so that's something i'm thankful for <laughs> good that's a good reminder and i'm going to go in the opposite direction with my next uh thing i'm thankful for and that is new airpods pro uh, I just, I was thinking when I was making my list, like, is there anything technology that I'm especially thankful for um, that I got this year that I really like? And I mean, iPad mini would be close, um, but AirPods Pro is definitely the new AirPods Pro. They work a little better than the, the old pair. And I use those things all the time. Um, and they... You know, I I have become a pretty avid audiobook reader, so or listener, whatever. Don't write me <laughs> about whether it counts or it's reading or not. I don't care what you think. Um, and uh, the yeah, the AirPods m- make it you know real easy to listen to book while I'm doing whatever around the house or. Um, I have them in transparency mode when I'm driving to listen. Then also um, the noise canceling <laughs> is just, you know, it's so brilliant for uh, living in a noisy urban neighborhood like I do. Um, or sometimes I just want to tune people out. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
not people I'm actually talking to, but people who are talking around me or, you know, I often go into noise cancellation mode in the, in the grocery store because it's like seems too noisy, whatever. Anyway, they, it's a little thing, you know, that's kind of a, a miracle, a little technical miracle to, to be able to dampen the sound around me. Mm-hmm. And so thank you, Apple, uh, for bringing out new AirPods Pro this year because I was really wanting to get new ones, <laughs> even though my old ones were working okay, but they just, they lose it over time, whatever is. And uh, I had them for almost three years, and so I was ready. And, and I have to say, I also have used them on a couple of cross-country flights. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, they are. I I also find them to be really useful and amazing, and I'm thankful for them. And um, the other thing that amazes me is how well they work, considering that you know just how small a package they are. They're so tiny. <laughs> um, as opposed to like some over-the-ear headphones, which also, you know, yeah. that do noise canceling. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. one, Gene. Yeah, well, uh, I just wanted to to throw that out there. Um, what What's next on your list? Well, I, I think we're both down to the last one we were going to mention. And this okay. one is, it's, again, I... Pretty sure it was from last year, too. Um, my life doesn't change much, Gene. <laughs> um, Me neither. Um, but it, and again, this is the, it's, it's a, it's, it's not original at all, but it's very heartfelt, which is like the people in my life. I'm incredibly mm-hmm. thankful for, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for, my family, my sister, my family up mm-hmm. in Canada. I'm thankful for, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody in the tech community that I've, and all of the breakpoints that I've become friends with over the years. Um, yeah. And, uh, like, I just had uh, breakfast this uh, this weekend with uh, Russell Bond, who did, mm-hmm. he produced and recorded, you know, the Breakpoints album and our latest single and um, and just there are just so many people in my life that I am so grateful for and thankful for um, the folks that I've met you know uh, that I meet up with when I go down to Disneyland I'm thankful that they, like there's just and they're all in all these different kind of weird kind of circles right it's not like it's not like everybody gets mm-hmm. together. Um, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, I'm thankful to have all of those folks in my life. Um, and, <coughs> and Dexter the cat, of course. And Dexter the cat. But he's people. Honorable mention for, he's a people person and a, he's a, he's people too. Yes. Exactly. And if, and wow. so yeah, that's I mean, and I know that's it's it's standard hokey Thanksgiving, uh-huh. um, <laughs> like it's not, <laughs> um, but it's, it's real. But it's real. Yeah. Wow. Well, I had put on my list um, 
how that I am so thankful for my siblings. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. I try to imagine what my life would be like as an only child, especially right now when we have a lot to sort out for our dad and our stepmother, and we're really in a, that moment, you know, of things are changing and we need to do something and we need to do it fast. And if it was all on me, even if I had, let's say I had siblings who, who just didn't care, <laughs> which uh, I don't. Um, instead, we're like a team, and uh, I'm really grateful to have them. Um, I think about that a lot these days because I, could, uh, I couldn't imagine having fewer siblings, even though I know not everybody has three or more. Like, I have three, and uh, I'm sure if I had just one other sibling, I we would be doing okay, but um, I'm gl- I'm glad I'm not an only child. Even though I'm sure I would have adapted <laughs> if I had been, I would be okay too. So, yeah, my siblings—they are great, and you know, they're just at the top of the pyramid of all the people I am grateful for in my life. Um, but uh, everybody's. It's it's a it's been a rough rough month for us, and I'm so glad we have each other. Well, I'm glad you've had them to get through a rough month and uh, rough times in the past, and you know there'll probably be mm-hmm. a, a rough patch or two in the future because that's how life goes. But yeah, I'm, that's that's wonderful to be thankful for, um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you have them there to help support you and get through things as well mm-hmm. yeah so so those are my um those are my things but uh and then there's one i do one th- oh sorry you go one ahead. last thing yeah no you you, you say it sorry. i think you're gonna no you go say it i think we're both gonna say the same thing anyway uh, we're thankful for our listeners. Yeah, that's he- what I was going to say. <laughs> and for the podcast and getting to talk yeah. with you every week. Um, yes. But especially our listeners. Yes, thank you, listeners. Um, we are honored to have you listen to this, our humble, non-guru productivity, non-productivity podcast. <laughs> yes, we're humbled and... Frankly, a little surprised. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, maybe a little. Um, Maybe a little. (laughs) But yes, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Our lead-in to this podcast, you know, was written back four plus years ago. And it was written when we we had – we didn't aspire to be gurus, but we thought we were going to at least get some things done, and we do. But uh, it's when I when I say now, thinking of inspiring people to do their weekly review, I think. Mm, well, I hope you have some other outside source of inspiration this week. <laughs> well, except you know, we're they can use us as cautionary tales. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so 
Um, unless there's something else, I think we should wrap this up and get that, back to getting things done. That sounds good. Well, listeners, feel free to let us know what you are thankful for. Um, we hope you have a, a – if you're here in – United States celebrating Thanksgiving this week. Uh, we hope you have a, a good and peaceful holiday. And if you are elsewhere where Thanksgiving this week is not a thing, I hope you get some uh, respite from your American friends who are all taking the day off. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review, or say... <laughs> or say hello to us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us and it helps us be happy to know you're listening. Thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of Organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all In the Weekly Review The Weekly Review Yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming